Welcome to the Cocktail Lovers Podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Sandra. And together we are the Cocktail Lovers, a married couple sharing our passion for the artistry of drinks. In each episode, we'll be sampling the best new products, from spirits and mixers to non-alcoholic tipples and pre-mixed drinks. Highlighting our pick of the books to add to your cocktail library, shining a light on the bars to have on your radar, and asking some of the biggest names in the drinks business for their tips on how to make quality drinks at home. This week's show focuses on great tasting non-alcoholic cocktails. We check in with Camille Vidal from La Maison Wellness for her tips on how to drink more mindfully. Try two complex and tasty zero-proof tipples and review Fiona Beckett's How to Drink Without Drinking, which does exactly what it says on the tin. There's alcohol on the menu at Taya and Elementary, but with two great bartenders who know their way around flavour, non-alcoholic drinks are celebrated too. Speaking of which, why don't we have a cocktail? Because after all, we are the cocktail lovers. Definitely. Okay, so today's drink, we're keeping in the theme of the non-alcoholic option, obviously, but we're doing something that anybody can have, something designated drivers, if you're just out and about in a bar, or if you want to make something quick, simple and delicious at home. And it's called an LLB. It's a drink that we first discovered in Trinidad. We did. With um, the House of Angostura, who actually invented the bitters, the Angostura bitters, and who actually created this drink. So, so what, what does LLB stand for? It stands for lemon, lime and bitters. So That's it's the three ingredients that you need. Easy, Simple, easy, easy. Easy, easy, easy. And it's something that the Australians, actually, I think it's probably their national drink. They love <laughs> this drink. So yeah. it just tells you it's something, it's a, you know, a very good summer staple. So all you need, as I said, are the three ingredients. Most bars will have Angostura bitters. And if you don't have them at home, it's worth adding to your arsenal. Not only can you use them in an array of cocktails, but you can also use them in food. It's great for stews, casseroles, all sorts of things. So this won't go unused. And the thing is, you know, we've always had a bottle in our kitchen for years and years. Yeah. And it is like a a kind of seasoning for cocktails. You'll find it turning up in lots of recipes. Yeah. and the bottle won't go off. So just invest in a nice yeah, bottle. Yeah, and just keep it there. So it, even though Angostura Bitters has got a trace of alcohol, the alcohol in it is so small, it's quite negligible. So yeah. don't be put off by that. So how we start with this drink, you add four to five dashes of the bitters. How to, do you define a dash? It's just a kind of, not a splash, it's just a little droplet. So... And so what we do with that, we kind of roll it around in the glass. So you're coating the glass. So if you see yeah, that, oh, you yeah, can't yeah. see it nice what I'm doing. Hue to gives the it glass. a hue. And it's also just coating the glass. So yeah. that's giving the the flavour. So I'm doing this twice because, of course, I'm making one for my partner in crime. Thank you. So four to five. That's two, three, four, five. And again, we roll this around. I like the rolling thing. Yeah, it's, it's all, quite good. Looks good. Looks like you know what you're doing. <laughs> Don't be fooled. <laughs> 
Okay, so we've done that. Now we've done that bit, you can add your ice. Right. Ice is always in, important in every single recipe. Yeah. So, Are you using regular cubes? Yeah, I'm just whatever. using ice cubes. Okay. Fill that up. Plenty of ice. And again, I didn't say which glass I'm using here. Again, it's one of the tall, thin Collins glasses. But as we've said before, just use what you have or what you like that suits the occasion that yeah. you're that you're going for. Mix, mix it up. Mix it up, indeed. Yeah. And then you just your final ingredient is some lemonade. So. You can either go fancy pants and, and get an artisan lemonade. So what have we lemonade. had so far? We've had the Angostura. Angostura, rinsed in your glass. Yeah. Have we had anything else before the lemonade? You know what? I actually forgot the second ingredient. And <laughs> I'm glad that you're here. So, of course, it is a lime cordial. Yes, it is a lime cordial. Okay. So we need 20 mils of that per glass. I've heard you can use fresh lime. You can. It's a little bit more bitter. But I think that the cordial... This is, A, the traditional recipe, but also I think there's a little bit of a hint of the sweetness. So yeah. a lot of the time we advocate using freshly squeezed lime and lemons, all sorts of citrus fruits. But there are some recipes that the cordial really works well. And this is one this of is those one. instances. So, so you've got your 20 mils of Rose's Lime Cordial. Thank you, Gary, for being my trusty assistant and keeping uh, me on track. <laughs> I think I was so excited about getting this drink because it's a really nice first quenching drink and I really am parched today. Here to so help. Thank you. <laughs> now the and lemonade. Lemonade. Good quality lemonade. Yeah. And you just lengthen with that. Looking lovely and refreshing already. Yes. And again, like we've used before, we have our sustainable straws because we don't want to be polluting no. the ocean with plastic straws. Not so at all. We have some metal straws. Yeah, that I we, love those. We just keep reusing them. Yeah. Perfect. So use that to give your drink a nice stir. And then just garnish with a little wedge of lemon, which I have here. That's good. It's, that is super, super simple. Isn't Very it? simple. Thank you. Not so simple that you forget the lime cordial, <laughs> but it's simple nonetheless. So, that shall will. we cheers? Yes. I always forget the cheers. You do. So cheers. There you go. That's great. It's a lovely drink. It is. And also, if you want to, you can always add a couple more dashes on the top of that and then stir it in. So, it's one of those drinks that you can control and also you can ask bartenders to make it for you or make it for yourself very easily. So my non-alcoholic choice is from Acorn. And I think it's worth saying up front that we, Sandra and I, we really we love Acorn. We do. We <laughs> really got into Acorn Dry mm. last summer. Yeah, and we're having it a lot, just with tonic water and, yeah, a, and a, a garnish of lemon and stuff. And it it really made that difference for us. It yeah. was not just about having an alcoholic drink. It was about having something really cool, refreshing, light, and tasty. Yeah, I think that's the key thing. Yeah. The tasty. So when we were having 
having it on, you know, sort of non-drinking days, it really felt like a proper mm. flavoursome And also drink. serving it in a wine glass. I think there was something more of an occasion about it. Yeah. So that's how, that was how we did that. So, so that, we always recommend Acorn Dry. We do. And today we are trying something else on the range, which is Acorn Aromatic. Mm-hmm. There's another one in the the range called Bitter, but we're going for the Aromatic, which is a beautiful, very dark, slim, sexy bottle, isn't it? It is. I think all of their design is is beautiful. This is, it's a 50 milliliter bottle and it's very tall and slim and elegant, like a supermodel, like you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one day I was and and also the labels they've, they've got these wonderful illustrations on each of the the products and it's worth talking about because they really do stand out and there's a lot of thought and care and consideration that's gone into the design and the creation I think indeed indeed and let's just open this up it's no. funny, everything is in corks these days, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. Isn't it? Uh, nothing wrong with that. We, 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 we like, love a cork. We like a corked drink. Hold on. So this is a aromatic. Yeah. And, wow, I can, I'm even, not even getting close to it and I can smell it. It smells delicious. It's very um, sort of nutmeggy. You know, there's some, some, there's some sort of spice that I'm getting on, on the nose. It's really lovely. Oh, and for me, just in a generic sense, it just smells like a really wonderful sweet vermouth yeah vermouth wine yes it has got Mm. that that quality about it so this is aromatic we said Mm. yeah lovely i mean we should say they recommend serving it with uh, tonic or soda sparkling water yeah yeah uh, sparkling water but we're we like to kind of taste things quite often like this just Mm, just to appreciate them them, really yeah and also i mean again this is a non-alcoholic option as you can have it with the the waters and you know lengthened but i think that it also adds a lot of body into other cocktails as well because it has got that bitterness behind it that works really well so you know don't just think about these non-alcoholic options to just have with sparkling water play around with them and find your favorite ways of enjoying them this for me you don't need to play around too much with because there's a lot of complexity but it would add so much to all kinds of different different cocktails i think yeah i can imagine just having this over some ice without without anything mixing and a you know a slice of orange or lemon or something and also they have their negroni don't they which is a a non-alcoholic negroni but because they have gone for all these bitter flavors and the complexity from acorns and all other magical ingredients you must look at their website to find out more but yeah it's a really good drink it's got a real depth and it falls into that category i'm glad to say of Mm. something that really feels authentic you don't feel like oh that's good for a non-alcoholic yes you think this is a good that's the important full stop and and what are the what about price wise it's as i said earlier it's 15 milliliter bottles and it's 19 pounds 99 okay available from their website marvelous and do look on our website and and our instagram feed to see photos of this fabulous looking bottle we absolutely love this as we're focusing on all things non-alcoholic but still punching lots of flavor I wanted to share this lovely new range called Cross Sip, and it's by a drinks expert called Carl Anthony Brown. 
We first met him when he he developed all of the drinks at the Shoom. Do you remember? Yes, I do very much. And so. he did yeah. some great things there with lots of spices and, and things like that. So, yeah, and, that, and that's a good place to sort of cut your teeth in terms of working with flavour, isn't it? And that is exactly what he's done with this range. So it's a range of three drinks. Everyone comes up with a range of three. There's something about the magic number three. If you said, I'm launching a range of two, people say, when you're launching number three. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, he's come up with the launch of three zero ABV. Um, oh, okay. And they're not spirits. He's, he didn't want to do something that echoes a gin oh, or a vodka right. or a rum. He's made these wonderful things just based on natural ingredients in the drink rather than emulating any type of spirit. So what we've got, we've got dandy smoke fresh citrus and pure hibiscus the one that we're going to try today is fresh fresh which is all based on a fruit punch basically nice so even though it's not based on a spirit that that's the kind of thing that you should be it gives you the mindset yeah and also just looking as you're pouring it out Mm. yeah i can see it does it does have the color and uh, appearance of a something you'd find in a nice punch bowl. Yeah, and also all of the ingredients have been chosen to maximise the quality of the taste. So you've got things, ingredients like eucalyptus and ginger and cane, pepper and gentian. Mm. So lots of punchy flavours. So, you know, sometimes what happens with non-alcoholic drinks, they just feel a bit, you know, that they're missing something. These really do, they're, they're set out to pack a punch. I think it's interesting that that different way in, you know, rather than emulating a gin yeah. without spirit, they're saying, no, this is just a tasty drink. Yeah, in its absolutely. Own right. And why not? So we're tasting this neat, although Carl Anthony Brown has said that mm. this one should be served with like a, a soda or tonic water and garnished with lemon or orange. I love but, the ginger on the Yes. Nose. There's a lot of heat mm. in these drinks. And I think because he's so well-renowned working with spices mm. and, and things like that. I think that that's going to work wow. quite well. I haven't that's, I haven't done mine mm. yet. Get in there. Mm. That is fantastic. It's so tingly on the tongue. Yeah. You know, this isn't something that you would feel that, as a person that drinks, you'd feel that you're missing the alcohol. There's so many great flavours and experiences of flavours here, lots of depth and body and considered flavour I think it's really great yeah and I think it's because it is so intense and we're just drinking it neat Mm. it would stand up really well if you did one sort of I don't know put some tonic in there or some some other maybe a a ginger uh, yeah ale or something yeah he suggested a a tonic but I think Mm. that you can do lots of different things with it I think that also if you're feeling experimental and you're not doing non-alcoholic actually you could use this in a cocktail as well yes but for me that is really good and you know because we have been devoting this to non-alcoholic spirits and 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 sodas and all sorts of things it just lets you know that there's so much out there so you don't have to feel that you're being the short change yes, sister yeah. or it's a good whatever time, isn't it it's a really good time for non-alcoholic products absolutely there's such a lot of choice out there and some are going to be great some are going to be less than great but there's a choice which didn't exist a few years ago. No, we've come a long way in a very yeah, short a very space of thing. time. So these, I think, are priced at about £22. 
How big is the bottle? Sorry. It is 50 cl. Yeah. And also, the, you can find all of the details on Carl Anthony Brown's website, which you'll find on ours as well. And you can see the range of products on our Instagram page. And just as a reminder, these are called Cross Sip. And it's a range of three drinks. And it's something that I think that all people, non-alcoholic or alcoholic drinkers, should have in their repertoire. And now for a cocktail hack from one of our experts. My name is Maura Milia from the Connaught Bar. And my top hack is a espresso cup as a jigger. from the cocktail lovers see our digital and print magazine and make sure that you subscribe you can find out all about it on our website thecocktaillovers.com and also you'll find out where to subscribe for our magazine which is available four times a year in digital and print this week we were really excited to head back to one of our favorite places Taya and elementary on old street in east london it's a space that is divided into two distinct bars, Taya and Elementary. So Taya is at the rear and Elementary is at the fore. Yeah, and they're both really, really fantastic bars in their own right. Yes. At the moment, there's only the front space that's open. But watch this space because I'm sure that Taya will be opening up very, very soon. Very, soon, we hope. Yeah, so we'll start with the people behind it. It was opened in 2019 by Alex Cretina and his partner, Monica Berg. And they are two of the most creative, inspiring beautiful, beautiful people in the drinks industry. Yeah, they've been breaking so much ground over yeah, lots and of years. Yeah, they've, and they've got so much. I mean, they're very passionate, not just about the bar, but about the drinks, about people, about the environment, about flavour. And all of these things can be found in this fantastic yeah. space, which is their first solo independent bar. Yeah, so why don't we describe a little bit about why how, don't you how it looks? All right, I'll give it a go. So as we say, uh, you, it's at the front, so there's it's floor to ceiling glass looking out on Twelfth Street, so you get a lot of natural light, and that's important because it's an all day space. Yeah, and it's a really communal feeling space. It feels like it belongs to. Even though it's relatively new. It really feels part of the whole vibe Community. of the area. Yeah, yeah. And so whenever you're going, either you're going by in the day or you're you're popping in for a drink in the evening there's always this lovely feel about it a nice hubbub of people they feel like they're creating even if they just might be sipping a drink there's just this wonderful feel about it you know yeah and the, and the design adds to that because it's a fairly intimate space there are stalls positioned along the front, which look out over. There's like a little shelf. Uh, yeah, area. a little shelf table. Yeah, that overlooks Old Street, which is kind of cool to watch the world go by. Or there's also a really nice long central table, which I say table, it starts at one end as a table. And as it goes towards the other end, it sort of turns into a bar. Yeah, exactly. And this is a space, a nice communal space where you can either just talk with the people that you're with or actually interact with the bartenders and other guests that yeah, are at the table. Yeah. But it's, a, yeah, it's a lovely feel to it. It's lots of nice blonde wood, really nice, even though there's that industrial, you know, exposed pipes and, and things like that on the ceiling. 
but looking through the bar, it has this really nice, calming, beautiful There's some space. nice little textures of the material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a good space, as we said, for any time of day, but it really does come into its own for the one sip martini, which is well, one of the uh, things we always, always go for. Yeah, that, well, let's le- that leads nicely into the, the menus and the drinks. So, yeah, the one sip martini is a, well, I say it's a legend. It certainly is with us, but I think with a lot of people already. It's a lovely idea. It's not served in a traditional martini glass. It's They're, they're kind of like shot glasses, yes, really, aren't yes. they? And it's just a, it's a vodka and gin and vermouth, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lovely. And don't blue forget that lovely olive. blue cheese stuffed olive, yes, which indeed. is like your little prize at the end yeah. of this delicious drink. So even if, if the drink wasn't enough, you you end <laughs> up with this wonderful olive. But the drink is enough. It's amazing. It's it's um, priced at four pounds, so it, that's a real bargain mm. they call it a one sip martini we think they're actually understating the cause <laughs> yeah. because you, you we certainly wouldn't advocate drinking it in one sip i mean it's definitely about four or yeah, five sips. it's just a nice thing to do while you contemplate the menu yes it is like a, an amuse bouche indeed so <laughs> speaking of the menu that is on a whiteboard above the bar area and it's split into about three or four well about four different components so you have the core menu which are the drinks that you'll always find on the menu then it goes into seasonal so those are things that are what they're working on right now so it could be anything from i don't know kir kirsch it could be um fig leaves or something like that things that they find they work on they create a fantastic drink batch it up and once it's gone it's gone so even if there's something that you taste from the seasonal menu today you might not find it tomorrow so it makes it quite exciting actually and also significantly they have a a really good non-alcoholic section that they're called softest hard yeah so it's where you find some mixers and also what they call i'm not drinking is a vibe so you can can ask them they really know how to work with flavors not just on the alcoholic front but non-alcoholic as well alex was one of the first people that we remember that really treated non-alcoholic drinking as something very serious yes when he worked at the rt bar the award-winning artesian bar he integrated the non-alcoholic drinks into the main um, section because he said why should it be separate it was something that was just as important and should be taken just as importantly so we always champion him when we think about non-alcoholic cocktails and also the growth of that and the respect of that i think which is another option there's also another little section on the menu called collaborations and then they have a good selection of beer and wine so it's something that even though it's a cocktail bar it's not that sort of cocktail bar where they'll frown at you for asking for a beer or wine they've curated this list very nicely and there's some good beers local beers and yeah. and wines as well so why don't we talk about what we actually had after our one sip martini one sip martini yeah. always always so i went for from the core menu i went for a palo santo gimlet which is Teo's own gin teo pepe fino sherry lele blanc and it's 
Palo Santo. And I have to say, I'm not sure if that is an oil, an infusion or what, but that's an ingredient. Mm. And But most importantly of all, it's a really delicious drink. It's got a, a lovely dry edge to it. And I will just go back for this and again and again. Well, also, you can buy it in a bottle because they have some wonderful ready-to-drink. I know yes. they do ready-to-drink. Yeah. Is that in a ready Yes, Why it is. Why didn't you tell me that while we were there? Well, we just have got... to go back and get some more. <laughs> I would have got one to go. Yeah. Right. So, I will so always time. remember that, that yeah, they do drink. have a great selection lovely. of ready-to-drink bottled cocktails. I also went for a gimlet, but it was from the seasonal menu. So mine was a lemon verbena, and it was as tasty as you can imagine. Fresh, crisp, dry, aromatic. It just had so many zingy flavours going on. But as I said, from the seasonal menu, it may not be on there, but I think they'll always have a gimlet of some variety going on. So... That's what we had. Did we? Did you have a second drink? No, but we did have some nice snacks. We had some food, we so it's always snacks. worth asking for that. It's a, they have a lovely little kitchen where they serve nice little light bites and beautiful morsels that will go with any drink you care for. We did share um, a birch sap old-fashioned from the seasonal menu to round off the evening nicely. And yeah, as always, we had an amazing time there. It's not that sort of party, party, hard bar, but it is something that we recommend for cocktail lovers everywhere. Okay, so this week we are focusing quite a lot on what to drink when you're not drinking. So I thought that we would dive into our drinks library and pick out an appropriate book. And this one is called How to Drink Without Drinking. It's about celebratory alcohol-free drinks for any time of the day. And it's by Fiona Beckett. Yeah, I love the title already. It's, it's intriguing, drinking without drinking, isn't it? Indeed it is. And I love the fact that it's by Fiona Beckett. She is a one of the leading drinks writers, well, wine writers in the UK. So she definitely knows her stuff and she definitely knows flavour. So that's one of the reasons why I was really intrigued by it. Not, I must say, by the cover. I'm not a fan of it. It's a little bit comedy for my liking. But it's not always about the cover, is it, Gary? No. No, No, but I guess, to be fair, you've got to think of, you know, browsing in a bookshop. Indeed. But, um, you know, it'll work for some people. I just think that if you get beyond the cover, open up the book, it's packed with so many interesting facts and and also tips for not just for people that are teetotal but for people who are thinking about you know the odd day where they don't want drinks or when they've got a meeting the next day or you might be pregnant or you know you're going through for those three designated alcohol-free yeah. days that and you I think should that have is important because th- these days it's not all or nothing I no think there, there should be that sort of period where you think i don't want to drink today and, yeah but but you still want a great experience exactly so that could be at home but it might be when you're at a bar and it's yeah. about you know what do you order at the bar and things like that but we'll we'll start with the book first because fiona's gone into great details it's been really well researched and very well considered i think 
from the way that the the book is structured. So you get the first bit, which is all about making syrups and different tools that you need to use. You find that in most books, to be honest. But then what it goes on to do is sort of give you some tips of how to reduce or eliminate the booze in your life, which some of us may want. Well, that, that's more of a kind of lifestyle? Yeah, bit it's, of it's lifestyle, just yeah. little little tips. You know, it's not being finger pointy or no, anything. It's no, no. just helping you to, to make some considered choices. And then it gives some little tips on things for the alcohol-free larder. So things that you should have in your store cupboard, like things from flavoured oils through to different syrups and also obviously some recipes on how to make flavored syrups as well and then we get into the chapters so there's quite a lot of chapters you have things from cordials and shrubs fermented drinks like kombuchas which are much more popular now latte shakes and lassies wine, beer, and cider-based drinks, and then also this alcohol-free cocktail section, which they have some wonderful things like the breakfast martini, Ah. which we like. Do you want me to I would like to hear that because we are big fans of the gin-based version. Yes, made by the maestro Salvatore Calabresi. Of course, of course. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm very intrigued to hear how this works. Okay, so their recipe, it features Seville orange bitter marmalade so they really do stress bitter marmalade and then they have seed lip spice or any other alcohol-free gin alternative some freshly squeezed orange juice freshly squeezed lemon juice some sugar syrup which they give you the recipe to make ice cubes and two drops of orange oil or bitters so you can already tell that's going to have some structure body and real sort of sort of alcohol-y taste yeah, to it. And, and, and depth. And depth, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at this picture, and I must say all of the photographs in yes. this book are really attractive. Yeah, that's a great photo. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't look like you're going to feel short-changed. No, that absolutely. And, and why should you yeah. feel short-changed? You know, so that's one example of some of the recipes in this book. There's also lychee martini, Hibiscus and Rose Cosmopolitan, another beautiful looking cocktail, St. Clement's Punch, some really, really lovely recipes. I really like this book. And I think that, as I said before, it's something that if you are totally off the source, or you're just thinking of some really good ways of using those three designated dry days a week, or something like dry January, or whatever. Also, the other thing that Fiona's done, which I really like, it's um, some food pairing for non-alcoholic drinks. So, you know, she gives you tips on what to have with pork and chicken or with seafood. So it's not always about thinking it has to be wine. So there's also, she gives some tips on what to order in the bar or in the pub and also referring back to her recipes in the book. So I highly recommend it. It's priced $15.99 and it's published by Octopus and it's called How to Drink Without Drinking by Fiona Beckett. This week, we're delighted to welcome Camille Vidal to the Cocktail Lovers podcast. Camille is a former bartender and award-winning brand ambassador. Among her many accolades, she's been listed on Forbes Women Leading the Drinks Industry and Bar World 100 Most Influential People in the Drinks Industry. 
She's a yoga and meditation teacher. And as the founder of La Maison Wellness and creator of Mindful Cocktails, she creates delicious, non-alcoholic and low ABV recipes for brands and bars. She also advises on ways we can all drink more mindfully, which is something we can all get on board with and what we're talking to her about today. Welcome, Camille. Thank you so much for having me, and what a wonderful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. <laughs> Hi, Camille. It's great to have you with us today. Thanks for joining us. Can we kick off by getting some general observations from you, please? Could you tell us a little bit, in your view, if you think you've seen a shift in the way people drink generally over the last few years? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there is definitely a shift, and I like to call it an awakening. I think people are becoming more aware and more conscious and with wellness and mindfulness becoming a bigger part of the conversation, it kind of goes hand in hand with bringing that filter of mindfulness across everything that you do and the life that you live. And I think that for me, what we drink and what we eat are very much the foundation of that. And I think a lot of people have realized that over the years. But I also think that even like the past 18 months that we had with lockdown over lockdown over lockdown, mm -hmm. people also became a bit more aware of their relationship with alcohol. Maybe at the beginning drinking a bit much, you know, a bit more than usual with the, the stress and, and the boredom, maybe sometime yeah. of, a, of lockdown yeah. number one, mm -hmm. but then also realizing the impact on our physical, mental and emotional well-being of even drinking daily a little too much or having, you know, alcohol as a coping mechanism or a default, the impact that it can have on ourselves. So I will say that definitely over the past years, there has been a shift or a, an awakening, as I call it, but definitely in the past 18 months, a bigger conversation around mindful drinking for sure. Was this why you started La Maison Wellness? I mean, I know that it started before lockdown, but had you started to notice the shift before then? I started La Maison Wellness three years ago, so mm. it was definitely, it was life before COVID, let's yeah. call it, you know. <laughs> we can just about think, remember. <laughs> yeah, right. But I think for me, it was very much linked to my personal journey. And when I launched La Maison Wellness, I didn't I didn't think at the time that I will do so much of alcohol-free. You know, I've also said I probably... 60 to 70 percent of what I do these days is is non-alcoholic mm -hmm. and when when I launched it was very much of like I I had that vision and I had that desire to help people to bring mindfulness all over their life to sprinkle it and not to just say I'm going to the gym so that's fine I don't have to look into how I drink and it wasn't really like I feel like that very often it was a bit of a yo-yo it was a bit of a you know work hard play hard it was very much just extreme and I wanted to inspire people to find this balance this lifestyle that I call the healthy hedonist lifestyle and so it, it was definitely before that because the conversation was already happening but I think for me it was, I remember before launching La Maison Wellness, people were like, that makes no sense. What do you mean you want to bring mindfulness into the glass? What do you mean you want to inspire people to like, you know, become healthy hedonist? And I think that as soon as I started, I realized how much of a, of a need there was to change the conversation and more than that, to expand the conversation around mindful drinking, to show how amazing mindful cocktail, alcohol-free or low alcohol that could be and to 
hopefully the, the goal is to to change the drinking culture for the better. That doesn't mean not drinking alcohol. It's just to to improve the way that we drink so we can become more mindful, we can appreciate more, we can drink better ingredients and all of that, that is part of what I do. First of all, we'll say it is a website, it's a hub, isn't it? So mm-hmm. can you describe all of the things that you do on La Maison Wellness? Yeah, how long do we have? <laughs> I mean, you you know, you you got it halfway right. It's a hub. It's a community. So it's a website where I share all my recipes. It's the world's largest know-and-law recipe platform that you can find. It's events when we get to, like, go back to, mm. like, more events. So I do a lot of events, a lot of festival, a lot of, like, trade show all around the world where I get to share my mindful cocktail, but also talk and help people to understand the importance of knowing low, the importance of mindful drinking and how to become a mindful drinker. I do a lot of collaboration with brand. I do a lot of consultancy from liquid development to menu development. You know, I just came back from Paris where I got to design and sign the the menu, the drinks menu for a new opening in Paris. And, and there's plenty more of that in, in the pipeline. So I think it's uh, it's definitely for me. I, I see La Maison Wellness as a hub and a platform to expand the conversation around mindful drinking, a resource for people to understand what to drink when they want to drink more mindfully. Because I think that when you become a mindful drinker, if you don't know what you drink and how you can actually celebrate, it becomes a bit of a compromise and something that like you don't really enjoy. For me, I always say actually, mindful drinking is about drinking more and not drinking less. It's about Mm. drinking more alcohol-free option, more, you know, we probably, all of us said before, oh, I'm not going out tonight because I'm not drinking, when actually you can still go out. You can drink something that is alcohol-free. You can go out on the Monday night and have a wonderful time with your friend that you haven't seen for so many months because of lockdown and appreciate the moment. And I think sometime in this idea of finding a balance, we think that it's about going out and going hard and then not going out for a few days. Mm. And I think that what I want to inspire people is actually to, first of all, find their own balance because we're all unique in what you know, a balanced lifestyle means. And I'm a moderate mindful drinker, which means I still drink alcohol, but I drink very little alcohol at the moment because that's the, that's the balance that works for me. And some, you know, the person next to me might find out that like sobriety is what works for that person. So I think it's about finding the balance that works for each of us and then celebrating that, going out and maybe starting with something alcohol-free and then having something low alcohol, maybe going out and having all alcohol-free the entire evening and not restricting ourselves. The way you've described that, is that almost like your definition of a healthy hedonist? Because I love that expression, healthy hedonist, and I'd like to know if if we are healthy hedonists and how we can be. <laughs> Absolutely. I, th- I love this, this, uh, you know, this idea of healthy hedonism because it's very much putting two words together that you kind of think that like that makes no sense to put mm. these two words together. And I think that, again, going back to this idea of becoming a mindful drinker, a lot of people think that mindful drinking is sobriety. And for some people it is sobriety, but for a lot of people it's about, you know, becoming aware of our drinking habits and finding the balance that works for us and that really allowed us to let our own spirit shine. So for me, a healthy hedonist is very much that, is someone who will live life fully, but in a way that feels good in the moment and the day after. You know, sometime I feel like that when we, we have this idea of living fully, it's very much, and especially in our industry, you know, 
like rock and roll, burning the, the candle in both ends at the same time. And for me, living fully is living a life in a very wholesome way, you know, in a way that like feels good and it's, and it's full and it's about celebration. And I think that we can bring more of that in the, in the way that, uh, that we live and we celebrate in, a, in our industry and in life in general, to be honest. I love it because you say it all with such positivity. And I think that, you know, people do sometimes think of it as being boring, but I think that you've made it sound really fun and really doable. So what are your favourite non-alcoholic and low ABV cocktails to make at home? Something easy that we can all get on board with. Yeah, I mean... You know how much I love my aperitif. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I've been spending the, the last over the last decades traveling around the world talking about, about the art of the aperitif. And so spritz is definitely probably my favorite style of cocktail. And I think it's just such a beautiful cocktail that you can make at home very, very easily. So I was just in Paris and I created two different spritz for the for the menu. One was a, a spritz rose with um, the beautiful martini range that they just launched recently, which they have two different one, Vibrante and Floreale. And I made one with like some grapefruit, some pink grapefruit, a bit of rose water and some tonic water with the, mm. the Martini Vibrante. And then the other one was with uh, aloe vera with some apple juice and with some tonic water. So one green and very like floral and uh, and almost like vegetal with, uh, with a little bit of celery. And then the other one more floral with the rose and, uh, and citrusy with, um, with the bergamot and the, and the pink grapefruit. So probably a spritz. You can make it really easily at home. You can play with whatever is in season, whatever you have in the fridge. You can play just with like the garnishes that you can add in the drink and it will yeah. really change. You can make it seasonal. Like it's just, for me, it's, it's a perfect low alcohol or non-alcoholic drink that you can kind of like make your own way. Beautiful. We'll have one of your recipes on our website as well. So our listeners can actually follow. And also, of course, we'll have details of where to find you. But one of the things I wanted to ask, it's about tips for ordering at the bar, because I think that sometimes people think they go out and maybe they're going to get laughed at if they're the one that's not drinking. Have you got any tips of what people should ask for or, you know, what we can ask the bartenders to make for us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I actually shared something about it. I think that even before ordering, for me, there's a little bit of a ritual. Like we've all experienced that moment when you work the whole day, then you rush to the bar to meet your friend. You arrive at the bar. You, if you, if you meet, you're running late. <laughs> so you arrive out of breath and you want, you sit at the table and you feel pressure to order something quite quickly. Right. And so for me, I always say, take a breath. Don't have a, a bar panic before you order. Maybe start with a glass of water or maybe start with something alcohol-free just so you can catch up and connect with yourself to know where you want to take the evening. And maybe you will switch to then ordering something alcoholic, but you just have a little bit of space where you don't feel pressure to order straight away with you know, the, the bartender coming over to take your order or the floor staff to come over to, to ask for your order. You have a little bit of space to not fall into default of what you think you want or that phrase of, uh, I would have, you know, whatever they're drinking, I have the same, <laughs> and then end up with something that you don't like, you have a little bit of space. So that, first of all, I would say, take a breath, start with a glass of water, and then don't have a bar panic. And if you don't know, maybe start with something alcohol-free, so then you can order. 
And then when it comes to ordering with bartender, I generally think, and I love, and it makes me so happy that there is definitely a shift and bartenders all around the world have really started to understand the importance of no and low and to get on board. So these menus are expanding. There's more and more non-alcoholic offer on the menu. It is still a little bit at the end of the menu, mm. as you know, feels a little bit like the kids section at, at the back, which <laughs> yes. I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that. But I think it is shifting. So I think that it's about reading the menu, asking the bartender, do you have any alcohol-free option? And I think for, for bartenders and anyone that is look, you know, listening that is uh, working as a professional in our industry is to understand that a non-alcoholic cocktail isn't a soft drink. It is not the homemade lemonade that you did. It's not your, you know, your apple juice or whatever you have on the menu. It's actually a cocktail that is created with the same passion and the same craft than mm. the rest of your menu. You know, taking the example of a the the venue that I just worked on in Paris, I actually designed a mirror menu where all the cocktails, the entire menu is available with and without alcohol. Because for me, what's really important in our industry is hospitality. We should be able to look after every single guest that comes into a bar in the same way and to make everyone feel so welcome. And I think there's a few venues that do that so well, you know, mm. like the all the crew at um at Lioness and uh, all the the staff with uh, with Mr. Lion, they've just done such an amazing work at saying like regardless what you want to drink, we want you to feel welcome. And they were very much the first one at having a very inclusive menu with no and low. I just went to Hatcha a couple of weeks ago, and it was so nice to see that on the menu, they had a little asterisk that says those cocktails are also available, non-alcoholic. And I think that like, I hope that this will become the norm, that we want to have to have a different section that again, makes you feel is excluded of the experience yeah. or makes you feel like you're you know you don't get to experience it in the same way but i do think that we're moving in a, in the right direction and that non-alcoholic and low alcohol which just become part of cocktails you know it's the same way that a few weeks ago we had this whole conversation on my instagram about what is a cocktail and yes if you go back to old books and to prohibition it does say that it has to be with spirits but i think that the 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 word spirits has expanded with non-alcoholic spirits being made in the same way that spirits alcoholic spirits are or that we need to evolve the, the drinking culture is evolving and we need to evolve with it because mm, yeah. in few years you know, more and more people will want to drink more mindfully. And that's our role to be able to provide that to guests that walk into the bar. Yeah, and it's interesting you just mentioned uh, non-alcoholic spirit. I mean, a few years ago, they didn't exist. And now there's mm -hmm. a, a huge choice, which is amazing. Are there a few that you would recommend that we should all, all have in our sort of home bars? Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could turn around my computer to show you <laughs> my beautiful, on my left, I've got my mindful drinks trolley where I make my cocktails. <laughs> and then behind, I've got so many bottles. And I mean, the category has expanding and boom from, you know, Sidley being the world first launching five years ago to now. I mean, it's been so amazing and it really makes mindful drinking fun and exciting and delicious. I think that for me, I, I never feel like I'm missing out when I when I drink non-alcoholic cocktails because there's so many options. You know, the only moment I feel a bit frustrated is if I go to a bar and there's nothing that I can drink. But so I will say it's nice to have a bit of a selection of the things that you like. So like if you if you love rum, well there's some beautiful non-alcoholic spirits that are 
build on the aroma, the nose, and the, the same flavor of the rum. If you like, if you love gin, there's so many botanical spirits. So I will say that like looking at like the, what you really enjoy. We talked about the aperitif before. I mean, there's so many amazing aperitifs from Evleaf to Martini to Acorn. So having a bit of a selection at home is really amazing. There's, I mean, some of the ones that I've really, really enjoyed are Claimcore has a really nice selection. Liars has a huge portfolio. I'm a really big fan of the, the non-alcoholic martinis. Jimber, which is a which is a ginger um, oh, yeah. non-alcoholic. And yeah. it's so for me, that's if you want something at home, that's a good one to have because you can just add it to a bit of everything and it's kind of like your secret weapon for for cocktails. So all of those will be will be probably what I really enjoy. I also I love beers. So I love having alcohol-free beers in a in my fridge just because at the end of the day, sometimes you just want that cold, refreshing first sip of a of a nice beer. And having something alcohol-free is really nice, especially on the, on those weekdays when you just want to to be able to crack one open at the end of the day, <laughs> but also to be full of energy the day after. I also I'm really I study healing nutrition in a I took the opportunity of a of the lockdown to to take a one year program, which was fascinating and learned so much about the power of the ingredients as well as like traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. And it was really fascinating. And I really started to look more into functional drinks. So drinks that have lived, that have been built with this idea of what very often people search when they're drinking alcohol, to relax, to take the age off, to feel a bit energized so they can socialize in a better way. And I think there's, there's a few brands in the, in the market and plenty more to come that are really exploring that. I will say that Three Spirits have done that so well with their range of the social elixir with uh, with the livener and the nightcap, which I'm a really big fan of because that's a beautiful drink to have at the end of the night. And with the valerian, you really have this uh, this relaxing and helping with sleep for, for the end of the night. But also a brand called Eddie, which has launched recently, which is made with hemp and CBD and really having this the similar idea of like at the end of the day, sometimes you, you just want something to, to be able to switch off, to mm. be able to unwind. And I think those functional drinks like do the job in such a great way and in my opinion in a way better way than alcohol does and i think that if you are looking for this maybe looking into the the functional drinks is a it's a great way to start wow i mean as you can tell there's a whole lot of great (laughs) products out there so we'll list some of the ones that Camille has mentioned on our website. But also, if you head over to La Maison Wellness and you'll find all sorts of tips, treats, recipes, all kinds of goodness from Camille, and you will feel as inspired as we do every time we speak to her. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Camille, for being with us today. You've really actually made me think I'm going to go a little bit not exactly teetotal but I'm definitely going to share a little bit more of mindful drinking in my life thank you very much thanks Camille amazing thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to this episode of the cocktail lovers podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you did please tell your friends and make sure you never miss another episode by simply subscribing wherever you get your podcasts for more details on the people places and products mentioned today head over to our website, thecocktaillovers.com.